You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K24. Myself, Momoomsi, alongside me, the three-time NBA champion, Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? You surviving out there? Oh, you know it. Real name, no gimmicks. You know, just getting ready. Yes, sir. Getting ready for t- for tonight, you know, for today. Talking a little basketball with my guy, you know. That's what we do. That's what we do. Genius. Yeah, well, well, first of all, I got to say thank you to all the listeners. We just hit 10,000 subscribers on the Hoop Genius YouTube channel. So big up to yourselves. Big up to yourselves. I appreciate each and every one of you. I often think it's mad because, you know, when you look at like huge, huge people on the internet, right? So some people have like millions of, millions of subscribers. I got 10,000 subscribers now. In comparison to those millions, it doesn't seem a lot. But if you think about 10,000 people sitting behind my desk and watching me talk, that would be crazy, right? So big up to each and every one of you, 10,000. Shout out to you. Let's well, get to 100,000. Yeah, well, well I'm going to say 10,000. Real. Mm-hmm. Got to put real. <laughs> In this day and age, you got to specify, you know? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they authentic. These Facts. are our people. So Facts. you know what? Love, respect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're going to keep it moving because, you know, we just out here just, you know, Mo, just giving the people what they want. So 100%. our fans 100%. are real. I don't know what the other people got. And I'm not here to count what the other people <laughs> But I <laughs> do know. Don't get me started. Don't do not Ours get me started are real. <laughs> they authentic. And they roll with us and we roll with them. So it's, it's good. Facts. Well, let's talk about NBA All-Star. It's early in the year to talk about NBA All-Star. Oh, wow. But the announcement has just been made Okay, that the 2025 All-Star game will be hosted by the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. And that's not what I want to talk about. Adam Silver, in a press conference, said that the NBA is considering a Ryder Cup format, USA versus World All-Star game for 2025. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, BJ. You, you, you know, Mo, I, I, I am. I like to refer to, you know, when you watch the game today, it's a true globalization of the game. That was the goal. Like, shout out to David Stern. Yes. The late David Stern, the NBA, which we're doing this years. I mean, the NBA has always done a magnificent job of attempting trying to grow the game right they were going all around the world to play it all came together in the olympics in 92 where you now you have a globalization of the game and when you look at the game today mo and you look at the best players in the game and the way the game is played it's a true globalization you know you'll see luka Doncic, you'll see Giannis, you'll see Jokic. You see Wimbenyama, you see Lori Marketing, you see Shea Alexander. The list goes on and on and on and on. What's beautiful about the game is that you have the world bringing, here's Mo's word, their vibe. Yay. Yay. To the NBA. And it's a beautiful thing. Everyone is bringing their own energy, their own take on what a crossover looks like on and what an in and out looks like and what a step back looks like. And Dirk Nowinski brought what it looked like, you know, from a perspective from, you know, from Germany, everyone's bringing their energy. 
now all of a sudden we get to the all-star game and here it is. We're celebrating the game. I might add we're celebrating the very best of the very best. And then let's say USA versus what are we doing? Well, yeah. yeah, what What are we doing? It doesn't make sense to me. Like what does make sense to me, Mo is okay. Like, we have the Eastern Conference. We have the Western Conference. It's worked. Mo, it's worked. What was wrong with it before? Like, I don't know why we went to all these different formats. You know, I think you and I talked about it before. You said they needed to spice things up and they needed to die. Well, Mo, like, it's getting to a point now where it looks to me they don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. You know? Okay. <laughs> so I didn't understand why it changed in the first place. It seemed like the formula was, it worked. You had the conferences, you had players who understood the assignment and carried out the assignment. And all of a sudden it started changing and they got to explain to you the rules and who's winning this quarter. And then the players play the last, I didn't, I didn't even understand what they were doing. So why not just, how about a 48-minute game? How about that, Mo? Just make it real simple. It's kind of like you got a great player. You're overcoaching it. You're overthinking it. Yeah. Just play. I think for the players, they're like, they're friends who aren't all-stars in Cuba or in Mexico relaxing, and they've got to come in and work and talk to media and play in a game. So I get why they think like that, but I also don't respect why they think like that. Um, Let's just go with this hypothetically. Team World versus Team USA. Is Joel Embiid still Team World, even though he committed to play for USA? Would he be on Team World or Team USA? I don't know. Um, what would the Team World look like? In my head, we've got Shea, Luka, Wemby, Jokic, Embiid. Any any changes to that? It's pretty good. And the bench ain't half bad either. you got Jamal Murray. you got Laurie Markkinen. Who else we got on the bench? we got Sabonis. we got Siakam. we got Paul Zingis. Josh Giddy, OG, Wiggins, Shengun in a couple of years. But I don't I, think that's I, I necessary see. for the all-star game. I I I it's a celebration of the game. The game is the celebration. Mm-hmm. That's the celebrate. Like the how about the game? How about we allow the players who are some of them have mastered the art of playing. Mm-hmm. Some of them have mastered. Some of them are coming into their own. Okay. Why not celebrate the game and allow these, their artists, right? Let these artists utilize their creativity in a format that works. Like just give the artist the, the brush and let them work. Let them do their thing. We don't have to intervene at every opportunity. How about Let's abide by the rules of all great coaches. Just get out of the way. <laughs> like, just allow Mo and BJ to talk about the game. That's it. <laughs> like, there, there's we don't have to get any rules. We don't even have to have two basketballs. How about just a court, two hoops, and a ball, and let's play and allow the fans to celebrate the game. These young these these players are incredible players allow their creativity to take us and, and, and take us 
and, and, and stir our imaginations to say, wow, when you watch Wimbenyama, like he's given us some wild moments. Like he's given us some wild moments in these first, what, seven to 10 games. Like that's not good enough. Isn't that good enough? Like, isn't that what made Jordan Jordan? And isn't that what made Magic Johnson and Larry Bird? Your imagination was like, wow, I haven't seen that before. Like Wimbenyama is doing that now. He's capturing the imaginations of, you can just be an average fan. When I say an average fan, you don't watch basketball like Mo and BJ do every single day. But if you just watch a highlight of him, you'll say you'll have a wow moment. And that's, to me, that's what makes the game amazing because it's authentic. It's authentic and you don't have, it's not forced. So, but that's my two cents. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, let's talk a bit about the NBA. BJ, uh, how about um, it? Oh yeah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking, Mo. <laughs> So, uh, skims, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, are you still <laughs> on that? Man, uh, after seeing Adam Silver get stopped in the street and, and tell the world he wears skims, I just, uh, I, I don't know what to think anymore. But let's talk about the NBA. Player that's really stood out to me so far this season, making a leap, is Scotty Barnes of the Toronto Raptors. He had a tough sophomore season. He was rookie season. of the year. What, he rookie, a, what, what, he leap, had, what leap is he doing? He had a very tough sophomore season in which he may have looked worse than he did in his rookie season so you know obviously he was rookie of the year and now he's making a leap yeah hello hello okay okay let me ask you this if ben simmons comes out and starts shooting logo threes every game is he making a leap he was an all-star before what is this like year eight yeah is he making a leap in year eight (laughs) mo like, no, that's not a leap. You're like, what took you so long? I want to <laughs> ask him, what took you so long? <laughs> like, here's a guy at his size. He's got to be one of the fastest guys in the league. You're talking about Ben Simmons here, not Scott Ben Barnes. Simmons. Yeah, I'm talking about Ben Simmons. If I remember correctly, he was an all-defensive player, right? He's got to be first or second team, all-defensive player. He's he's been a multi he's been an all-star what two or three times by now. Mm-hmm. Tremendous passer, defender, plays in the lanes, can defend multiple positions. Well, Mo, it's only natural that you continue to expand your game, right? You either get better or you get worse, but you never stay the same. So my question to him is. From his perspective, okay, how are you going to grow your game? Like, Mo, every year, believe it or not, Mo, the defense is always, the offense, the offense is always ahead, right? Because we don't know what the offense is going to do. Mm-hmm. However, Mo, let me tell you something. These coaches are so unbelievable. They spend all summer just scouting teams their tendencies players their tendencies and mo once they see a tendency and they know you don't make a change guess what happens mo it gets passed around the league so ben simmons as great as you came into this league you know because he was he was unbelievable you know he's still an unbelievable talent however the defense now has caught up with him 
And he hasn't <laughs> made an adjustment. Mo, he hasn't made an adjustment. So my question to him would be, what, what are you doing? This is what the NBA is all about. So back to Scotty Barnes. He's now in his third year. His handles improved a lot. He's shooting the three very comfortably. He's looking like he's now aware of his strength and what he's able to do physically against smaller defenders. You know, are you still saying the same thing about him? Or I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this about. I, I'm gonna say this what I see. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you get better by subtraction. I think the subtraction of Fred Van Fleet was better was good for Scotty Barnes. That's my he, he has the ball in his hands a lot more now. Yes. No. That that's what I see. Okay. Now, no disrespect to Fred Van Fleet became an all-star. Was an all-star. He won a championship. Da 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 da. A really, really, really good player. Fred Van Fleet, as you know, Mo, I, you know, you heard me say that he's one of my favorite players. However, Scotty Barnes You know, he's a player that needs the ball in his hands. That That's just, it is what it is. Like, sometime, Mo, you know, you got to make a decision. That was a tough decision because Fred Van Fleet is a really good player. However, if Scotty Barnes was going to continue to add to his game, you're going to have to give him the ball. Just like, you know, you know Scotty, Scotty Barnes reminds me of a young Scotty Pippen. At some point, you got to put the ball in his hands. And I think it's his time. And he's responded. So, you know, not to take away anything from Fred. However, I think that's been the biggest change for Scotty Barnes this year is that he actually is playing. They're playing through him. And he's being allowed to make decisions earlier in the shot clock. A lot of times, well, when you are receiving the ball on the second pass, you feel you have to do something. Now, I think he's not fighting to get the ball. And that's what it looks like to me, especially early early in the season. So he's he's playing as the number one or the primary ball handler instead of being the secondary ball handler. And and that that's a big difference. It may not seem like a big difference, but that's a big difference. And I think Scotty Barnes has shown thus far that he he can handle the responsibility of being a primary ball handler. So it's been a great start for him. And I think that's been the big difference thus far. I think Schroeder was a great pickup for them as well. You know, the, the defensive pressure Schroeder, that he brings, yeah, picking guys up full court. And- Schroeder, yes. Schroeder, I, I agree with that too, Mo, because he plays fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I learned this from, from Jerry West. And we were scouting and, and, and Mo, as you know, I, 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 I love, and our, our, our listeners, I love scouting. Like that's one of my favorite things, right? Mm-hmm. Just go to a game and then you say, Oh God, what would I do with this player? And you try to visualize how you put all these pieces together. And I remember sitting there <laughs> and, and Jerry kept saying, man, this guy's a Clydesdale. This guy's a thoroughbred. This guy's <laughs> a quarter horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, that was, uh, so it was like four games. We were watching like four games. So after about the second game, I was like, Jerry, what's a what's a what's a Clydesdale? What's a what's a quarter horse? Like, what are you talking about? He was like, Okay, let me tell you, you know, you need to talk to Jerry. He said, Let me tell you something, okay? When you're scouting, when you learn how to scout, young man, you got to put the pieces together. 
You know, if you're going to build a big team and you're going to have a team full of Clydesdales and big horses, then you put together the big horses. But you don't start mixing the quarter horses with the with the with the with the Clydesdales with the thoroughbreds. And what I mean by that is everyone's playing at their own speed. Right? Mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet, Fred Van Fleet plays the game at a at a at a different speed than Schroeder. Schroeder and Scotty Barnes probably play and they match together their speed. Okay. Luka Doncic and Fred Van Fleet probably plays at a, a similar speed, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. as you're watching the game. You follow what I'm well, saying? Luka and Jokic play at the same speed, similar Jokic, to my speed. <laughs> yes. Jokic, and you know what's great about Jamal Murray is that Jamal Murray can play at a slow speed, but he can also play at a fast speed. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a combination. That's a gift. You know, there's some players who have to just play it at a fast pace. De'Aaron Fox. Yes. De'Aaron Fox. You know what? And I, and, and what's, what was nice to watch him last year. And I know he's hurt now is you start to see him be able to score in the half court. Yeah. You're saying, Oh, wow. He's picking. He had to because Sabonis does not play at a high speed either. So he's got to add that to his game. Yes. So you're you're starting to see. So what I learned in that scouting experience was you start watching for the speed and pace of the team. Schroeder plays very fast. He plays fast. He plays at a pace. He pushes the pace. He plays downhill. And what he does in my opinion, he does exceptionally well as a guard, as a lead guard, is he pushes the ball ahead. Because mm-hmm. that, to me, is a that's a real skill. And I think Scotty Barnes benefits from that. I think Siakam benefits from that. The team OG, I think they all benefit from that because they play much faster. When you watch them this year, if you compare, it's not to say one is better or worse. It's just that when you see athletes who are all similar in the way they play, okay, then you have a you begin to build a culture. You begin to have an identity. And that to me, Mo, is the art of like one of the things that you try to look for with a team. So that was one of my lessons that I learned from that day. And I and I and I and I always look for similar athletes who play together. You know, like yeah. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is an interesting athlete because he's a good athlete, a really good athlete, but he doesn't play fast. Yeah, if that makes but Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown plays quicker, plays quicker, and Jalen Brown stro- struggles more in the half court than Jason Tatum mm-hmm. because you, you know what I'm saying. But they're both. I think they're both. I think Jalen. I think Jalen Brown is probably playing, playing as fast as I've ever seen him play in his career this year. Jason Tatum, what you would hope with him is you want to take away all of the turnovers that drove you crazy <laughs> in the half court because he likes to play in the open court more so than half court. So, you know, you 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 got you try to strike this balance and you try to find players who can match that playoff basketball because the game does definitely slows down. So, um but it's one of the things you look for as you're as you're scouting and you're learning to scout. 
So let's just stick with the Raptors here for a sec. Uh, Siakam's $38 million come off the books this summer. OG has got a player option for $20 million next season, but it's likely he won't take it so he can test free agency. At what point in this season, if you're the Raptors, do you look to move these two guys to get somewhat of a return for them? Because um, uh, it looks like there's not going to be an extension worked out with either of them. Or do you like the way things go in and you offer those extensions? Well, I think both of those players are good players. So when you start when you start talking about getting rid of players, my biggest question is always how are you going to replace them? Siakam and OG are those aren't those are legitimate rotational championship caliber players. Well, Siakam's been an all star. OG's on the okay. border like he's so, a yeah, player yeah. Of the combo. So, now, again, I, I'm just going to assume here that. We're going to all say Scotty Barnes is the centerpiece to this. Yes. Okay. Now, Scotty Barnes is coming into his own. At some point, Scotty Barnes is going to be up too. So, okay. So let's assume that they're going to give Scotty Barnes somewhere in the upper echelon. He's got this know. year and next year left on his rookie scale deal. Okay. And then they're going to have right. to give him the extension. Yeah. They'll give him the extension. So, whatever that extension may be, somewhere north of probably 40 million. Okay. So he's going to do that now. Once you start paying a guy that level of money and you make that commitment to him, what are you going to surround him with? Well, what, the one thing we know that works in this league is, is experience. Okay. One thing we know is you look for chemistry. Siakam, OG, Scotty Barnes, Schroeder, those are really good players. So if you start getting rid of those players, who are you going to replace them with? Because if you're going to pay Scotty Barnes and he is the centerpiece, with that payment, with that commitment, now comes expectations. Mm -hmm. So I think now it's just about finding the right chemistry for this group with Scotty Barnes now as the centerpiece to this equation. Mm -hmm. That to me is what I'm looking for. Like, I agree with with why those guys haven't signed yet. Why? Because the chemistry wasn't right. Right? Was it Fred Van Fleet, Nick Nurse, you know, Nick Nurse? Was you know? Then Nick they had DeRozan and <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, and I mean they've gone through a lot of changes up there. And this, to me, is the first time where it looks like they kind of enjoy playing with each other. I mean, you can tell that right away when you watch a team play. They look like they enjoy playing with one another. I mean, they had a big win there versus the Spurs. They, I think they were down like 20 points or so, and they came back and, and, and won that game. So I'm looking for chemistry and building around two things, right? I want a level of athlete with Scotty Barnes because that's his, big, that's his greatest attribute. I mean, he is a terrific athlete. And the second thing I want to do is I want to build around his versatility on both ends of the court. So I think OG, Siakam, and Schroeder and these guys are the right type of athletes. Now, does that mean they're the right type of players? I don't know that because what I'm what what for me, the determining factor of figuring out chemistry is what happens after uh, you go through a losing spell, three or four games. Mm -hmm. That to me, that that that's the determining factor, right? When you win, everyone's happy. But when you lose, you find out a lot about who's who. Like last night, Mo, I can't believe this. 
I watched the whole Memphis Grizzlies versus Portland Trailblazers game last night. Hey, one and know with Bismack in the starting lineup. How about that? Undefeated. Yes. And I watched the game, right? One because of, of Bismack. However, I was really impressed with Memphis' ability to lose like their first five or six games mm-hmm. and come out and play the way they played on the road. And that that that, that to me, Mo, is like, okay, this team has character. Now I know Ooh, your guy, Marcus Smart, was sensational. Always. He was – Jaron Jackson was incredible. Trying to Bains. stay out of foul trouble. But, and, but and you know what? Yeah, go ahead. This, this goes to the Raptors. Did you see them play the Spurs the other night on yes, Sunday night? And they, and yes, they were down, they what, 20 down. plus? Yes, yes. And then they come back and win it in overtime. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's what I always look for. Now, that to me is one of those wins that you say, okay, this has a chance to be a team. And I know they put like, beating on the box as well. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, you, you, you. I've been on good teams. I've been on bad teams. This is the type of win for the Toronto Raptors that you say we can build on this. So I like what they. I like the. They've had a couple of really good wins early on, right? They beat, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks handedly, and then they turn around and come down from twenty on the road and win. So, you know, this says a lot about this group. It says a lot that they're playing together. And, you know, Mo, if if they continue to do this 25, 30 games into the season, you might have something there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see. Um, and we're going to be here breaking it down for all the people um, here at the Hoop Genius Podcast. Uh, later this week, we'll be answering your questions. Some of you guys have been asking. So make oh, sure you're I love that. I love in the that. Discord server so that you can uh, get your questions submitted into the Let's Hear From You segment. And uh, we'll be answering those later on this week. Hey, Mo, you know what we didn't talk about? Go ahead. I'm excited to see the James Harden show. Oh, oh but by the time this comes out, we will have seen the James Harden show, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. So just hang tight with that one. Paul George has said in practice he's never caught so many lob passes. So... Hard and running point. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how Russell Westbrook feels. Uh, well, well and, and, and more importantly, I got I got to go now. Now well, I got to go. More I, importantly, I, I, more okay, importantly, more importantly, okay. Let's just see one month from now how many of us starting line up and not doing load management. How about that? <laughs> how, how about I don't care what it looks like until they prove they can play more than one month together. How about that? <laughs> well, well, I I'm I'm just excited for NBA basketball. And, you know, I'm going to be watching the Clippers at the Knicks. Um, Clippers, Knicks, big game for both teams. This mm-hmm. is a big game for the Knicks right now. Mm-hmm. At home. At Madison Square. Yeah, Shout out to saying. Marlon. Marlon uh, yeah. performed at Madison Square Garden last night. Shout out to Holy Yes, he Marlon. did. Oh. Shout out. You know, I got, I got, I owe, I owe Marlon a call too. I got to give him a call. That's, that's our, yeah. that's our guy. That, Real hip hop. Real yes. hip hop. Yes. And, Madison Square um, Garden. So I, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm also looking forward to the Lakers game. I mean, I think that's going to be a good game too. Lakers at Miami. Man, a lot of load management. A <laughs> lot of load management. We'll be back breaking it down for you guys tomorrow. Make sure you stay locked in. Subscribe YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Most importantly, oh by the way, if you want to see a breakdown of why I'm guaranteeing the Denver Nuggets win another NBA championship, check it out. I just uploaded whoa, it on YouTube. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa. yeah. 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 Did you say Run-teed. that? Oh, Provided no. they're healthy. Oh, watch watch no. the video, BJ. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. 
Well, I don't need a link. I'm talking to the guy who made it. I don't. Okay, it's, like, it's get, a film breakdown. You know what? It's we a might, film breakdown. We might have give us this. Might, ladies and gentlemen, we need a special. We need a special <laughs> edition. <laughs> I, I'm calling for. A, I, okay, I, I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We finish this episode. You watch the video. The fans, the listeners, the viewers watch the video, and then we come back and you tell me why I'm wrong. I, I know how to tell you why you're wrong. I just we did it. This is an emergency episode. I'm calling for an emergency episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Denver Nuggets will win the NBA championship because they're the best team in the NBA. They have the best player in the NBA. They've not lost a set from last year. Everything they've lost in Bruce Brown has been replaced, and you will see that in the video. And time will tell. But I oh, it's been six games. How could you see? How could you see eight? How are you going to condense? How are you going to condense six? I can see it. Just trust me. In June, we'll remember this. Who stopped? You tell me who's beating them in seven games in the West. You just tell me that question. Name one. Okay, Mo. You already know my answer. I need what? Twenty-five games. Games. And and the, the other thing you say. The other thing you say is don't tell me after you see it. Tell me before it happens. Before you see it, yes. So I'm okay. telling you now before we see 25 games. That's what I'm saying. I think it's incredible that you see it, okay? I, I, I want that third-eye vision. I don't have that type of third-eye vision. I want to see a team go through the league, go around, play a team's couple, you know, home and home, do some things, go through some – let me see how the teams have settled into how they're going to defend the team, what's their weaknesses, what's their strengths, da-da-da, da-da-da. And then I can give you an assessment. Or I think to me, it's an honest assessment. And that's not even saying that that's right. However, it's impossible to see this in five or six games. It's impossible till it happens. We'll see. Provided they're healthy, I got no doubts. I got no doubts. And I, that's know, that. I, I saw what's the name. He, he left the game last night. I hope he's okay. Um, Jamal Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed, but it's still early in the season. A lot of basketball left to be played and time will tell. And hopefully- I, I'm going, I'm going to say this about them. I, I'm going to say this about them. Outside of Jamal Murray and Jokic, I don't know who else can carry who's capable of carrying and being a third, a, a, a consistent third or fourth score. Bruce Brown really stepped up and kind of slid into that role because Michael Porter Jr. wasn't he was a consi- shaky. <laughs> yeah, he, he just wasn't a consistent. You, know, you got to be consistent. Like when you win a championship, you need consistency, right? There's no, there's no like, well, who's going to show up today? No, you need to know. It was no doubt what Jokic was going to do. There was no doubt what Jamal Murray is going to do. And then Bruce Brown just kind of slid in there, and he, he was fantastic for them. Mm-hmm. Now, then the other players would fill in accordingly. By the way, Aaron Gordon was a – he was without question their best defensive player. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you had to me elite play on both sides of the ball because Aaron Gordon was taking on the other team's best offensive player, whether he was an interior player or on the perimeter. 
So I don't know who's going to be their third score, and that's what I'm concerned about. They're going to win their fair share games. Why? Because of what you said, Jokic and Jamal Murray. However, you're going to need a consistent player who we can say we can count on. Not show up one or two games in a seven-game series. Who we can count on. That I don't know yet. If there's an, and, and, and I can say that fairly in the first. Now, Michael Porter Jr. looks a little bit more aggressive than he did a year ago. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they lost Bruce Brown and they lost my guy, Uncle uh, Jeff Green. Uncle Jeff Green. And I think those two, their professionalism will be missed. I think their professionalism. No doubt in the locker room. No doubt. Yes. Well, no, on the floor. Those guys both played very well when they play. I mean, they really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they were. They, they, did. they They. They. They play well. Now, I'm not saying they can't do it. However, I haven't seen that guy that I'm saying. That's 15 to 20. Consistently. And if it's not Michael Porter Jr., who is it then? Because you're going to need some. You're going to need Bruce Brown. Okay, it's a little early to be saying this, Mo, but you need unexpected contributions. Mm-hmm. Bruce Brown was that for them. I don't think anyone at the beginning of the season last year said, "Hey, Bruce Brown." Bruce Brown was the guy. We like Bruce Brown, but mm-hmm. I don't think any of us said no. We were expecting. That version of Bruce Brown. Come no. on now. Can we at least say that? Can we at least well, agree yeah, on that? I agree completely. Okay. Now, now, until I see someone evolve, because Mo, that is the secret. That's the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. That's a secret sauce. Like, okay, I got Jokic. I got Jamal Murray. I got I got an Aaron Gordon. Okay, Mike Ford Jr. Da da da. Oh wow, I didn't expect this. Who's this? Who's this brown guy? <laughs> like, 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 like. He was like, "Where is he? Where did he come from?" Watch the video. Like, That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, found I'm one. Watch the video. I found one. Okay, but we'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong. You know, these things well, happen. Well, but you, you know, you haven't scouted if you haven't been wrong. If you haven't been wrong, that means you never scouted. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. You, you're just joining the party. Hey, man. Well, maybe you here. haven't joined the party. Maybe to, you haven't been wrong. I need yet. to maybe. brush up on my horse terminology, words to Jerry West, and then I'll be fully involved at the party. I don't know about greyhounds and thoroughbreds and this and this and this, but, you know. Anyway, you guys at home, check out the video on the Hoop Genius YouTube channel. BJ, I'm going to send it to you. We'll be back here tomorrow. We'll talk a little James Harden. We'll talk a little nuggets. And most importantly, until next time, get buckets.